Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Just give me a second. Oh, let's give them one more round of applause. Well done, guys. Thank you, Faith. Children, you were absolutely fantastic. You sang your hearts out. You did all the moves. You were absolutely brilliant. So well done. Great job. Great job. And just a quick thank you to those people that have uh, put in extra work at this very busy season to make today happen. Um, A huge, huge thank you. I spent a wonderful Friday night this week uh, with Shama and Ben. I have not laughed so much. It's like herding ants, like, come on, come on, focus. Uh, But it it was really, really good fun. And guys, you did a brilliant job. Well done. Thank you. Before we get started, I have got a couple of thank yous uh, to do. Um, One of them, I don't know where she is, uh, is uh, Naomi Hummel. I just want to honour Naomi Hummel uh, this morning because while we were still doing pyjama church... uh, online church, but it was still pyjama church. Naomi was here every single week uh, for our tots uh, and setting up and doing loads and loads of work, week in, week out, uh, while I was sitting nice and comfy in my, in my pyjamas. feel terrible now admitting that. Um, but she did a really, really great job. So we've just got a little gift for you. Faith's gonna, Naomi's hiding over there. Can we just give Naomi a big round of applause? I want to just thank you, thank this morning, is somebody sitting over here, Timothy Basabi, come up here, because I want to tell you all about Timothy, sorry Timothy, I'm going to really embarrass you now, now, when we came back after the summer of lockdown, uh, as most people who do a team in church worried about people coming and helping, uh, and I was worried about helping with kids' church, leave it, leave it with Jesus, um, and prayed about it. And Timothy, you were my answer to prayer this, uh, this year, because I would walk in the studio downstairs about half past nine in the morning, and everything is set up. Timothy would remember where everything was set up the previous week and would put it all out, and it just made a huge difference. You could have sat and played on a game console. You could have sat and did all sorts of things, but you chose to have a servant heart, and I'm really, really proud of you. So I've got you a little gift as well. Uh, I'm going to just pray before I talk. I'm only going to be about 10 minutes, so uh, don't worry. Um, and I've got no props this morning. I'm really sorry. I feel that I'm, I'm missing something. So I jump about and wave my arms very enthusiastically. But let's, let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for the Christmas season. We thank you for the gift that you've given us in Jesus. I pray this morning that you will be in my words and that you will give us ears to hear the things you want us to hear this morning. Amen. 
Well, we cannot deny it. It is definitely Christmas season. And I don't know about you, but I always am surprised that I get to this part in December. I'm like, oh gosh, we're here already. And I don't know why, because it does start in September, doesn't it? We always say, oh, Christmas gets earlier every year. And you walk into Tesco and there it is, it's Christmas food. And there is a little part of you that really does want a mince pie in the September heat. Um, However, I sort of put my blinkers on at that point, and then it gets to October half term. And what I like to do in October half term is carve out a couple of hours uh, to plan all these amazing things that I'm going to do over Christmas, the things I'm going to cook, the cards I'm going to send, the presents I'm going to get, the activities that we're going to do. I'm so thankful Faith is a little bit older and we don't have to do all the, all the little, little kids' uh, things that I've got to cram into December, Christmas plays and all, all <laughs> Faith's now upset. What do you mean we're not doing Christmas things? Um, So I I do that and I do just enough to convince myself or fool myself that everything is going to be organised and I am sorted. Then I go to bed, close my eyes and wake up and it's December the 10th and I have not done half the things I was supposed to do and I have no idea how I'm going to squeeze everything else in. Is that just me or is that anybody? Nobody else, you're all organised. But Christmas, it never feels done, does it? There's always something you could do. There's always another cake you can bake, another card you can write, another bow you can pop on a gift, a relative you've not seen. Uh, There's always something you, you could do. So I have three things that are on my list that if they're done, Christmas is all right. And it's really basic. Uh, Take these if you wish, make notes. Uh, Number one is Christmas trees, the Christmas tree up. If that's up, tick, yes, we're all right. Number two, have all the little people in my life got gifts sorted uh, to tick, that's all right. And thirdly, uh, is there something delicious to eat in the freezer? I I don't care what it is, as long as it might just be ice cream. But if there's something that I can eat, that is fine. And as long as everyone is happy and healthy, that's Christmas sorted. Everything else is a bonus. Well, I'd like to think that, but sometimes we do just get a little bit worn out with Christmas, with all the things that we've got to do, all the places we've got to be, and we need some elastic time. Well, I tell you, at this time of year, we celebrate that Jesus came to earth, and he didn't just come to earth so that he could die for our sins and we can go to heaven, which is a massive part But also, he came for our every day. He came to impact what we're doing day in and day out. And I'm going to talk about three gifts that I think over Christmas are really important, that as we live as Christians, that we can implement in our lives and help us through the season. So the first one I want to talk about this morning is peace. Now, I don't know if you've ever read the story, Peace at Last. So this story, if you haven't, I'll just tell you it. It's amazing. Um, It's about a family of bears who wear striped pyjamas and live in a house, as we all know bears do. And one night they all go to bed, but Daddy Bear has trouble sleeping. And he cannot get any peace to go to sleep. It's the ticking of a clock, the dripping of a tap. And he moves all around the house to try and find some peace and quiet so he can go to sleep. Finally, he finds this peace and quiet in the car, gets his pillow and he goes, oh, peace at last, just as the sun rises and he has to start all over again. And I think that's a little bit like us sometimes, isn't it? We go from one thing to another to try and find this peace. And when we think we've got some peace and quiet, 
something happens and we have to get going again. Well, I can tell you the peace that Jesus gives us, because it says in the Bible, he's the prince of peace. It's a peace that passes understanding. So there can be chaos all around you, but God will give you that peace. Peace is the definition of peace is a mental or emotional calm. Doesn't that sound nice? You know, when you've lost your peace in the busyness of what's going on in this season, taking a moment and saying, God, just give me your peace that passes understanding, that I don't understand why I'm feeling peaceful, but I know it's because you're with me and he's in charge. When we acknowledge that he's in charge, we can rest easy. The second uh, gift that I think we can think about at this time of year is hope. And there's a bit in the Bible that says, without hope deferred makes the heart sick. And when there is no hope, it can make you physically or mentally sick and poorly. And you know, I don't know what your Christmas is, whether someone or a tradition is missing this year and you can almost feel hopeless. So much to do. There is no hope. But our hope is in Jesus because he is our saviour and he will make things right. He won't wave a magic wand and everything be sorted, like winning the lottery or something, but he will put all the pieces in the right place and he will be I hope. There's a great hymn, isn't there, that says, give us strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. So if you find yourself in despair this Christmas, remind yourself that he gives us strength for today and there's always a brighter hope for tomorrow in Jesus. And then finally, it's... um, the gift that I was thinking of was joy. And I just loved that song that we were singing earlier about joy. Because joy isn't just going around with a fake smile or a filter on your Instagram saying that everything's okay and aren't I happy. Because sometimes things are tough. But joy, when you've got peace and hope, joy is a little easier to come by. Because what you need to do is just to be quiet. Find some quiet and find the joy in what is happening around you, whether it's a conversation with a little person, whether it's a sunset or a sunrise, whether it's that parking space in the busy supermarket car park, finding the joy in the things you do. It's about choosing to do that. So they're my gifts this year. Peace, hope and joy. And you might say, oh, that's all well and good, great, lovely. But how how do we do this? So I was thinking about it. I was thinking about the word gift, G-I-F-T. And I thought of something for each one of those letters that we could do or think about each day this Advent to help us remember those gifts. So G, G is for God, acknowledging who God is. And he's in charge and he's the boss and he will get everything sorted out. I, think about where your eyes are fixed and what you're putting in front of them. Are your eyes thinking inwardly on you? Or can you lift your head up and look to God? Where is your perspective? And what images are you putting in front of your face to help you in this season? It doesn't all need to be wonderful and looking aesthetically pleasing. Um, Like I said, my three things for Christmas, if they're there... Everyone is happy and healthy. It's a good, it's a good Christmas. F is forgive. And we talk about forgiving other people. And, uh, but I, 
thinking about forgiving yourself sometimes because we put ourselves in this position where we've got all these expectations and actually it's no good for us. So forgiving ourselves that we don't have to meet that mark. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I do this a lot. I put my head down and I get things sorted and I do it in my strength. I almost put myself in God's role because God says he's, he's our provider. He will help us. But when we try and do it ourselves, we're almost saying, oh, I don't need you, God. I can do it. I can be the God provider. And that's not right. And we need to say sorry and say, God, you come and help me. Because the truth is, we can't do it on our own. And then finally, T, truth. Get yourself full of truth. Get that worship music on. Get your Bible open or on an audible book. Get some truth inside you. Get people around you that are going to tell you things that are true, that are going to build you up. Um, so they're my four things for us to remember over Christmas. So We've had a great morning. The children have done a play and we've looked at things that were missing, broken and lost. And we've looked at the things, the gifts that God has given us to help us. He's given us peace when we've lost our peace. He's given us hope when things are missing and he's given us joy in our brokenness. You might be sitting thinking, oh, that's all all well and good, but I'm not so sure about God. And, And how do I become a Christian? How do I become a follower of God? And all I say to you this morning is I'm going to pray in a minute. And if you want to join in, that would be great. And we're going to ask God that you will, he will be in charge of your life, that you're sorry for the things um, that you've done and that you acknowledge that you're going to follow his way. And if you want to pray that prayer, um, someone will be at the prayer point afterwards and go and talk to them and, 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 and tell them what, what you've done and we will encourage you. Um, And then I'm going to pray that we will have peace, hope and joy this Christmas. So please join me. Dear God, we thank you that you love us and that you sent Jesus to die on the cross for us so that we could be your friend and that we could get to heaven and have a relationship with you. And I just pray for anyone this morning that wants to make a step and put you in charge of their life. God, I pray that you will help them be sorry for the things that they've not quite got right and that they will acknowledge that you are King and Lord. I pray for us all this Christmas season, God, that you will give us peace when we lose our peace, that you will give us hope when things are missing and that you will bring joy in brokenness. Give us hope this Christmas. Amen. Amen. Thank you ever so much. Uh, Can we give the children one more big round of applause?